What the Twitch, the podcast in which we talk about our experiences being a small streamer in the Twitch universe. I'm Marissa. And I'm Connor. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to another episode of What the Twitch with Rissa and Connor. Tonight we're going to go over small tips and tricks on how you can improve your stream. I know that you might be thinking that's what the whole podcast is about. Yeah, you're right. Um, but this is a more like dedicated episode to like small little <clears throat> details. Like uh, an example would be something unique to your stream that you and your viewers do in your uh, starting soon soon. Starting soon, uh, start starting soon screen and whatnot. So yeah, we're gonna jump into what I have, what Connor has, what we've seen in other streams that we thought were really cool that we just haven't used, and stuff like that to give you guys some ideas on how to simple like it. How do I word this? In a simple way, improve your stream. We're not talking about spending money on overlays, and we're not talking about buying new cameras we're talking about simple things that you can implement in your stream that just will improve your stream yeah we've gone this is a little bit of a rehash but not exactly i mean we've we spend the entire uh you know we spend the entire podcast picking specific things to talk about in order to take and try to help you guys out and um <clears throat> you know be able to do the things that we eventually learn to do but this one's going to be a little bit more specific, more kind of a, I guess we can call it, call it a, a, an idea share podcast, you know, episode where we're just going to take and throw out some things that have worked for us, uh, things that we've seen other people that we were impressed with, and overall see if maybe we can, you know, in case you're listening um, and not exactly sure what you want to do to improve your stream, maybe some of these ideas that we talk about will do that. We'll help you with that. Exactly. Um, it, it's not that we like beating a dead horse, um, but I feel like, like Connor said, I don't feel like we have talked about the simple things. We have uh, swan-dived into many, many topics that are the overall picture. Um, and tonight, I just kind of want to, like, go over the small things, um, things that may have been missed in other discussions that me and Connor had or whatnot. So, like, one that really sticks out to me the most, and that's because it's the one I, I use the most, is a, a trick that I have learned works is be engaging in your just starting screen. Be in your chat talking. Nobody's going to come sit for however long your starting screen is. Mine is five minutes, personally. Uh, that used to be so I could be in Discord, dropping all my links, doing, you know, the, the nonsense. Now, I use that to be in my chat, greeting people as they come in. Uh, it gives everybody a chance to come in before I'm just like, all right, we're here. I'm so energetic today. I'm sorry, you guys. Um. And whatnot. However, following my five minute just starting screen, I also go into a 10 to 15 minute period to allow my, uh, of just chatting. Sorry, I totally skipped the whole point there. Um, 10 to 15 minutes of just chatting at the beginning of my streams. And that's simply, again, to allow people in the community time to get into stream. 
yeah, they know I stream at 7 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time, but what if they were running to the gas station really fast? They need a few minutes to get home, or they were cooking dinner, do, doing other things off stream. I give them that allotted 10, 15 minutes to get into stream, say hi, get comfortable. Maybe they went and grabbed a snack on my just starting screen and they hadn't quite got back yet. Um, it also helps me. Because for 10 to 15 minutes, I have to entertain chat. I have to, I have to talk. Therefore, I get more com comfortable rambling on, on camera. I, I, I do, I do similar. I, I also use a five minute uh, starting screen. I also leave it on a timer because I like that anticipation of the countdown. Uh, I spend that five minutes to go over and I drop a few links but I've learned to automate most of that now. That initial five-minute period, and even before you hit go live, you can you don't have to wait until you hit the start button on on you know OBS or Stream Deck or whatever <clears throat> in order to start the networking process. You can get out there on Twitter, on Discord, on on Instagram, what have you, and be like, hey, at this time, this is when I'm going live, or I'm about to go live, you know, in a couple of minutes. <clears throat> I've kind of automated a few of those, but it's not everywhere that it's automated. So I do have to get out there and, you know, put myself, put myself out there on that. I highly recommend though, don't ever go past 10 minutes on your, your starting screen. Uh, we're short attention span creatures. After 10 minutes, we're going to get bored and then we're going to get annoyed and then we're going to move on and we're going to go somewhere else. So I would say between five and 10 minutes is ideal. Anything more than that, uh, and you risk doing harm to your, uh, to your, your followers, to your, to your fellowship, essentially. And I agree uh, with I'll, Connor on that. I'll play music online in order to take and get, you know, people entertained. Uh, so they're not just listening to dead, to dead air while the ticker's going down. <clears throat> Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, very much so. Um, well, um, like Connor was saying, I too play music on my starting uh, screen. I have. I used to turn the music off while doing the podcast uh, because in my brain it translated that it would be on the recording, so Connor would have to edit it out, and that's just not true at all. Um, ADHD at its finest. However, so now I leave it on during the podcast for those that are in my stream. The music's still going. However, before I used to, it used to just be on my just starting screen for the podcast. And I feel like that wasn't beneficial to the podcast stream because the people that are here in stream, it was dead silent and me, me and Connor talking. Um, for somebody like me, I can't just listen to somebody talk. I, I check out. The light bulb shuts off. So... I decided that playing the music throughout the podcast could possibly keep them around. I agree. Uh, now, as a as kind of a warning to people that would be like, yeah, I'm going to take a load up my Spotify and just go. Uh, there is still copyright laws in effect, copyright rules in effect when it comes to, to streaming. There are ways around it. However, comma, there is still a risk. Uh, to you, mostly. 
And so you have to be very careful of how you set yourself up for that. You don't want to just take and go to go on to, well, I'll just say go on to Spotify and just, you know, throw on your favorite albums or whatever. Because, and it's happened to me a few times where I'll get an email where Twitch, is, Twitch will be like, I've, uh, we've, we found that you were playing copyright music on your VOD, so, or on your stream, so we've, uh, we're unpublishing your VOD. Your VOD will not go out to the public. <clears throat> uh, now, I could override that and I could say publish it anyways, but then I run the risk of getting sued by the record, record labels for playing that music. <clears throat> and a lot of people could take and argue, well, you're a small streamer. They're not going to care about, you know, this, you know, the, the one guy playing, you know, that music or, or, or what have you. But I'm not just one guy on Twitch. There's a million of us out there. And so that's, that's potential money for record labels that feel that that's a necessary uh, thing to, to go after. Remember, <laughs> Lars Ulrich from Metallica went after people for naps because of Napster. So don't put I it past that. Uh, Napster was a thing. Yeah. It's Do you the, guys remember giving your your computer AIDS with LimeWire? Oh, man. <clears throat> a lot of the younger the people going, Napster? What's Napster? I've never heard of that. <clears throat> the family computer at that? Like, my mom had mm. no idea that I had, like, thousands of pirated music on her computer. Yeah. Napster, yeah. Napster, for those that are too young to remember, uh, was a music sharing service. It was completely free. Everybody would take and load up their uh, their albums, their their music to the servers, and we could all download it. You had a favorite song, go on Napster, find it, download it. It was yours. And record labels were pissed. That was all that money that they were losing out on, and that's why we're where we're at with with DCMA and copyright law and all that other kind of stuff so well and i honestly think that it led to the evolution of streaming platforms is record labels because if you think about it we had napster and limewire which was essentially the same thing with as like spotify and stuff except for we were downloading it to our computer burning it onto cds everything for free whereas now they're like oh you you want it accessible to you all right We'll give you a streaming platform that you have to pay for if you want premium services. And boom, mm -hmm. now they make money off of us. Weird, well, I mean, weird it, turn of events. It's you know, it, but it's led to the creation of companies like Spotify, like Pandora, um, iHeartRadio. You you name it. Um, but that's just, I mean, so I kind of got a little bit long winded, but that was basically the warning. Don't be afraid to play music. Highly recommend playing copyright free, royalty free music if you can. Um, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, I mean, I'm the opposite. Me. I'm the opposite of Connor. Like, I play whatever music I want on mine, but I have my settings all funky. Like, my well, audio is 100% split on all aspects. Well, I mean, I, I, I do that too. You know this, but. <laughs> I was right. just like, if you're going to do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> I'm just being real and honest here. Um, you're, you're a lot less likely to get caught that way, Ram. Um, but it's still, it's still a risk. And mm -hmm. I accept that risk. So Maybe we'll do a whole episode on how to split your audio for you guys. Probably <laughs> not, because I don't know how to explain it. 
<laughs> but well, I mean, there's tons of tutorials out there, anyways. Um, not that maybe we shouldn't do it or you shouldn't do it, but there's resources out there. Anyway, right. so I, after after you're moving on from the starting from the the starting screen, now that you're into <clears throat> engaging with your chat, going back to Rissa's point of spend spend the first few minutes 10 15 however long it takes engaging with your chat these are people that are taking the time and have picked you to spend that time that free time with make it worth the meal make it make it worth their time make it feel make them feel special and i'm not talking about you know giveaways or anything like that um you know simple things acknowledge people uh Rissa and I both have a channel point redemption that's worth one point because we can't make it free. And it's called first to let somebody pop in and say, Hey, I was the first one here. That's important to some people. You know, you, some people might think of it like it's just no big deal or it's dumb or it's what, but it's important to people and it's not wrong to do things that make your chat feel important. Your channel points are going to come into play with this as as, as well, what you have for channel redeems. Right. The first redemption, 100% is a contest between me and Rand and Connor's stream. To the point where we show up before he hits the live button, and then it's whoever is there that can click it faster at this point. Mm -hmm. It really is. You know, and then I like to go through and I will, uh, I'll say hi to everybody individually. As they've, you know, as they've come in, you know, acknowledge, oh, hey, Ram, you know, Ram is in first today. Uh, you know, how you doing? And Rissa, hi, thanks for coming in. You know, things of, of that nature and let the chat engage with you. Chat wants to feel part of this. You know, when you turn on the game, most of the people are going to disengage from the conversation in order to take and watch you play the game. So it's vital that you spend these first few minutes to, um, to you know, to check in with your friends. These these people are your friends, essentially. At least that's the way I consider them. You know, acknowledge them, talk to them, let them you know, let them feel important. You know, while they're in here, I am still being as small of a streamer that I am. It's rare that I have people in my chat before the timer is done on my getting you know just you know starting soon screen. So it makes me as a streamer, personally, it makes me feel pretty good to have these people in my chat already conversing towards me with each other, you know, before I even get, before I even get started. I can't imagine how people that are 30, 40, 50 on up uh, number of viewers before they even get, get started must, must feel. <clears throat> well, and I think that's just, that's just it. Is it super important to be engaging with your community? while you're able to be that engaging with your community mm-hmm. because there, there might come a time where it's just physically impossible for you to greet every single person. It might become a time where you have to make that channel point redeem a first, a little bit more special because there's 300 people there. So like, Oh, there's, Here's a contest. Whoever gets the most first by this time will do a giveaway or something like that. But it just fun little ways. Um, 
just little ways, you know, like to be engaging while still on a just starting screen. Mind you, this is before your camera ever gets even turned on. To make your stream stand out amongst the other starting screens. One thing I seen in somebody's uh, stream. Now this, I think, I want to believe it was a partner that I was watching. I don't remember. Um, but they had like this battle royale thing with uh, people in chat would type. And then they'd get like a character. And they'd bounce around the stream, the just starting screen fighting each other. And I just thought that was a really cool like. Okay, you get to stream early enough, you get to be a part of the Battle Royale aspect of it. Um, and that's just really, like, there are so many ways that you can do the little things to improve your stream overall for your viewers. Um, and like I said, the thing that I do is my just starting screen, I go in there and I'm engaging with chat. It, I, like, I type in my own chat. I'm not afraid. Um, I also do the 10 to 15 minutes beforehand. Well, no, after. I guess it's after my just starting screen. But before I jump into gameplay, where I sit there, I talk. We talk about our day. We, or I, there's a random segment oh, no, on I'm my, on my stream called, what is on my desk today? We just go through what's on my desk, which it's kind of entertaining sometimes. I will not lie. One time there was a cheese grater back there. You know, just random things. Um, however, I really want to dive into channel points. Because I feel like channel points are one of the main things that mm -hmm. is little. A lot of people don't put a lot of thought into them. I had one more point that I wanted to add before we move on. Never mind. Scratch um, everything I just said. Pay attention to comments. <laughs> I just when it comes to when it when it comes to getting getting your stream started and as Rissa was saying, engaging with your with your chat, don't force yourself into a personality that isn't yours. Uh, however you decide that you want to greet and you know, however you want to run your stream, greet your greet your viewers and, and things like that, make sure that it's on a level that is personal and comfortable to you. Everybody's different. I am not a high energy kind of person. I greet everybody as if they're my friend and that I haven't, you know, that it's it's just really good to see them, but it's all very casual, very laid back, uh, you know, and, and very chill for, for me. That's my personality, that's my style. You can look at somebody like uh, Captain Clownmouth. When he gets started, it's like a rave, it's like a party. The man is very high energy and extremely entertaining, and people vibe to that. <clears throat> and that's what works for him. That's what he can maintain. Find what works for you. Find find what fits your personality style and go that way and do that. I'm done. Well, that was a really good point, and I'm glad we didn't skip over that. Because being true to yourself is what's I want to say the most important part about streaming. Is it okay to create a character? Yeah, if that's what you feel like doing. Don't put like on said, a character. Your personality you think, stuff. Right. Don't put on a character if you just think it's going to benefit chat. Um, however, moving on. Non-affiliates don't have channel points. 
So they're, they're easily overlooked because when you first start, you don't have channel points. And then when you do get channel points, nobody really explains them to you. They're just like, here, here's five generic ones that nobody uses because they're junk. And have fun. And I think that when I go into somebody's chat, that's one of the first areas I check is like, okay, what kind of stream is this? Let me check their channel points. Okay, can I troll this streamer with channel points or is it more of a laid back type vibe? <clears throat> yeah, people are, are going to use channel points for what I think is mainly two, two reasons. One, to troll the chatter because they like them and it's funny. Uh, and we're talking about tro trolling in a friendly, fun-natured way, not being a jerk and trying to ruin the vibe of, of, the, of the stream. We're not talking about that. Um, and the other right. one is, uh, is, is, is basically like, like reactionary. Uh, there are certain things that, that you can use as a channel point redemption that would sort of react to a situation that's going on to the, the you know, going on with the stream. Sound alerts is a big popular one. Using sounds to again be reactive, or uh, make the streamer jump. I got a lot of jump scare ones uh, to make. If I get too focused, Ram especially likes to wake likes to wake me up with them and get me you know focused back on um, on on chat because I tend to get tunnel vision sometimes. Um, then there's others that I put in there that's there to troll you. I got one in there that's called a jump scare. People think they're going to scare the crap out of me when they play it, and it's a rickroll. Um, no. And like, okay, so I have seen a lot of unique ways that channel points have been used in a lot of my friends' streams. Like, Hayes is a good example. He has channel points that his lights react to behind him. And I just think that's the coolest thing ever. I'm not smart enough to do it. So kudos to you, Hayes. However... Yeah. I got a big old curtain behind me. There's not enough room for me to take and put those put those Lumia Stream lights up or anything like that. I would love to. Nano Leaf, Lumia Stream, uh, all those ones. Um, those are those are fun. I do like messing with them. Uh, Sweets is another one. She's got one behind her that that mimics a thunderstorm. And if I get it just right, I can actually scare her with it. But it's fun. You know, these are these are fun interactive things that you can take in and and do, and the technology is there for that. Now, some of these things can get a little pricey, so make sure that whatever you're doing, grow into it. Don't again, like Rissa said at the beginning of it, don't spend a whole lot of money to get your stream off the ground. Um, you know, to do all these these things because it can be super super stressful and overwhelming to get all of that taken set up. Grow into it. Don't be afraid to change things up that fits your vibe. Um, just because you created something as a channel point redemption two years ago doesn't mean you can, you know, that you can't get rid of it or do something new. You know, we're we're all this as entertainers, we're all evolving. So keep your stream evolving, keep it fresh, and keep keep finding things that work for you. Exactly. Like my channel points change all the time. Uh right now, 90% of mine are just sound blurps. Uh that's because I am unoriginal. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I just haven't had the time to dedicate to coming up with new channel points and stuff like that at the time. However, uh, one of my channel point redeems used to be that I would put a ghost face mask on for part of stream. However, 
I lost the ghost face mask. So I had to take that off uh, because it just wouldn't be fair to you guys to redeem it and be like, don't have the mask. So like Connor said, it, it is okay to remove channel points and it is okay to change them to fit who you're growing into as a streamer. However, um, so a good, a good example of like something to keep in mind when it comes to channel points too, is make sure that certain channel points have a cooldown. Like all my sound blurps have a cooldown because when I first got them, they did not. And for 20 minutes straight, it was nothing but my sound blurps overlapping each other. Cause you know, super not a technical person. And it was a mistake I made. Now they have cooldowns. However, the story I want to go into is a prime example of a situation where I absolutely should have had a cooldown and I could have died. So I used to have a channel point redeem that caused me to do jumping jacks if you redeemed it. I don't remember exactly how many at a time it was, but my chat redeemed enough of them. I had to do 122 of them because a bunch of people just came in and spammed it. I did the 122. My heart was not okay after that. I had the similar, except it was burpees. It was five burpees for per redemption. And at the start of it, when it first came out, I had to do 52 burpees. And it was, the reason it was 52 burpees was because Quirky Turtle Mom wouldn't accept my burpees and made me do more. Because <clears throat> she was like, no, you didn't do mine. I like, guess I did. <clears throat> and then even when I put it on a cooldown, they were waiting. Yeah, I was <laughs> part of that. <laughs> I was definitely a part of that. I don't have However, that anymore. <laughs> I don't have the jumping jacks either. And, hey, uh-oh, we're not barking right now. Absolutely not. Sorry, my dog wanted to put his two cents in here. However, I think somebody just got here is why my dogs are freaking out. Super annoying. However, two with channel point re redemptions, though, is you can change them based on what game you're playing. Cade, I am trying to talk. You can change them based on what game you're playing. So, like, I have seen a lot of people that will have certain, like, they'll have Bannon in game action. Or drop it if they're playing a first-person shooter. Or, like, I used to have a pick my killer, pick my survivor when I played Dead by Daylight all the time. That's a good way to get chat engaged. Like, oh, okay, you're playing Dead by Daylight today. Uh, I want you to play Nancy. Nancy's my favorite survivor. Which I don't know why I used Nancy as an example. That was a really because like what? Anyways, <laughs> side note, I didn't even have Nancy. That's why I'm saying it was a weird example. However, it was just a fun way to get chat engaged in the game. Yeah, and it works, and it's very that that in particular was very popular with, and it still is with, with uh, Dead by Day, Daylight players or any other game that 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 um, you have a variety of characters that you can take and and choose from. When I was playing Dead by Daylight, I was the same thing: pick my killer, pick my survivor, um, you know, and we would play, you know, along those lines. Dixper is another really good one uh, to take and use. That's actually a free service that you can use. It's a free service uh, yeah. you can use, and you can get affiliated with it and make money. Yes, I was just about to hit that point. Thank you. Um, oh, sorry, Connor. 
No, 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 no. It's fine because it, it, it's the it's it's one of the things that make Dixburg that makes Dixburg uh, fun. <clears throat> you can, uh, you know, for a really cheap price, you can take and buy crates that will award you cards that you can take and use on the streamer to scare them, mess with their equipment, turn their microphone off, make their camera spin around, you know, those kind of things. You know, they're fun trolley things that you can take and do to the streamer. The thing, the thing that I like about Dixper the most is, is, and this is a personal thing, I can give those crates away. I don't have to ask people to spend money on those things. Yeah, I make a couple of bucks every time you do. But I get the enjoyment of people using those cards. And so I will gift people free boxes. I will do drops for random viewers to come grab those, those crates and, and, and use them on me. Because I'm, I'm not about the money for it. I'm about the fun and the entertainment value that it provides. And there's a, lot of, uh, there's a few other services that allow you to take and do something like that as well. Streamloots is another one. Um, I know there's one more, but I can't think of it right now because I don't use it. Right. And like Connor said, it, it adds so much entertainment. That gives that gives chat a direct way to jump scare you, troll your game. So Dixper has like things that will pop up on your screen. Those are the jump scares. But it also has features where like it makes it where your mouse doesn't work anymore. It makes it where it changes your voice. So on stream, you sound like a baby or a robot or whatever it may be. Um, there's just so much that you can do with Dixper that I highly recommend Dixper. I only use it when playing like scary games for the simple fact that like, come on now, I'm already playing a game that has me on edge. Now my, now my chat can scare me at any given moment. Gold. <clears throat> yeah, those are always, always fun. Um, oh, another thing that I do recommend people getting... Uh, and that is a third-party chat bot, uh, like StreamerBot, MooBot, Nightbot. Um, there's, there's a lot of them out there. Uh, those allow you a little bit more. Those, uh, <clears throat> those grant you a, a lot more uh, things that you can do within the chat of, of, of stream. <clears throat> uh, let's see. I know a lot of us use either uh, Streamlabs or Stream Elements. Or the basic chat commands um, that you can program. Twitch obviously takes and has a set of it has a set of commands that moderators can use, uh, but they're extremely limited. And as far as as what's available to the streamer to give to, excuse me, to give to the viewer as a way of having fun while they're here. <clears throat> and depending upon your level of Computer savvy, there's a lot, I mean, and a lot of these third-party party bots that are just really, really, really easy to use. Just point, click this, click this, click this, and now all of a sudden you have, uh, you know, uh, a hello, an automatic hello message whenever somebody says hi for the first time in the chat. Um, if you want to go even further, you could take in, you know, start programming things. Uh, was it mix it up is one that can do that streamer bot can do that uh, where you can just really get um, get creative with the things that you can do in order to interact with your chat with but you don't have to be a computer programmer to be able to use these things that's why these guys made them the way they did to make it easy and available for everyone to use if they want to 
Right. Like I use StreamerBot and that's where all my sound blurps are. Um, I am going to eventually, when I have time to sit down and plan stuff, I'm going to give people a channel point rede redemption to get their own song. Um, like commands that'll make stuff pop up on stream and stuff like that. I just haven't had the time to do it. Um, but one thing I, I really enjoy about Connor's welcome message when you type in chat is if you gave him a song, like mine is, I think, Broadway Girls by Morgan Wallen and whoever. Um, so when I type in chat for the first time that stream, it comes across, welcome my username, and then plays that song. It also plays your your logo too. It also it also brings out your 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 logo as well. <clears throat> Have I even changed my logo on Twitch? Sorry, that's off topic, but <laughs> no, not yet. I did um, get a new logo. <laughs> but that's I mean, but that's just another element that you can take and bring to the table to make things a little bit more personal personal. Um and have a you know, make your you know, make your your viewers feel special because that's that's the goal. Like I said before, they took the time to come spend it. They they took their free time to spend it with you. These are kind of some of the things that I want to take and do in order to take and say, thanks. I hope you have fun here. Exactly. And another thing too that I don't know if this has been talked about on our podcast yet or not is you have Twitch panels underneath your live screen on Twitch. That's another area I feel like gets super neglected by streamers. Get, you can, there's free Twitch panels all over. You just have to go get them. Fill out your Twitch panels, link your other socials, tell us about yourself, put whatever charity you mm -hmm. donate to, give us the information about stream down there in a pamphlet, I'm going to call it a pamphlet-like style. The key points of who you are, what you do on stream, what stream is like. Okay, but we also donate to this charity, blah, blah, blah. A little bit of information on that. Utilize your Twitch panels. I don't know how many times I've gone to a small streamer's stream. Went, okay, they're all right. Go to scroll down and their Twitch panel section is empty and they have a sentence in there about me. Yeah, and... and so just in case people aren't really understanding what we mean by panels or anything, uh, when a streamer is offline, if you click on the About tab, that's where those panels are uh, for the most part. I mean, there's more panels when you're offline, but those are the ones that for the most part, when you customize, that's where they're going to be. If you, <clears throat> right now on my computer, on my monitor right now, all I see is chat, me and Rissa on screen, and uh, and who's you know, who's currently live on my left. But if you scroll down, I can see Rissa's about me. I can see what her streaming schedule is, what her rules for chat are, uh, any other, you know, any other extensions or apps or add-ons that, that you can put on to it. Uh, Twitch has a bunch of them, uh, you know, use them. Find what works for you, find what's fit, what, what fits your vibe and, and, and use them. These are how, these are how streamers can um, connect with you. These are how, how people can get to know you, whether you're on currently live or, or not. So definitely, definitely use that. Right. I know that's not really how to make stream itself better. Um, it's just one of my pet peeves. But it is. It actually is. 
a way to make your stream better if you think about it. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I guess it is. Um, and it's just like, once you actually like think about all these small little details that go into a stream, that can... I don't want to say they don't take effort, because it takes effort to set them up to originally, but like, after that, it's... It's just, it's automatic in your stream. I don't understand why somebody wouldn't want to utilize, like, easy entertainment options. I'm wording this completely wrong than what I'm trying to go for. But I hope the message is coming across. It's more or less just, like, if there is little things that you can do in your stream to make your stream just one step up from where it was. And then one more. That's the type of growth that... I like to see in small streamers. Going in, well, I like to like, see oh. in any streamers. To be honest, I mean anybody, they should be doing this kind of stuff. Right. I don't think that anyone should stay stagnant in content creation. <clears throat> I, I think you should evolve mm -hmm. all the time. Um, and I just think that these are little small details that are obviously going to evolve with you as you evolve as a streamer. Um, obviously. Yeah, you could you could get a fancy overlay. Spend money on a fancy overlay or whatever it is. Make your stream look pretty. But if you're not engaging, there's no nothing for chatters to do when you're on a just starting screen and you're not talking. Your pretty overlay's not going to matter. It really is all this finer details that add up to the bigger picture that make a stream what it is. Um, I feel like a lot of times when I had first started streaming, a lot of people would be like, well, you don't even have an overlay yet. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not sure what an overlay does for me. Now I have a super cool overlay. Um, but that's two years into my streaming journey that I finally got an animated overlay that fits my vibe. I went two years streaming, growing, evolving, all without, like, I made my overlays on Canva. They were very boring, and it was fine. They weren't animated. They did the job. Or, like, people are like, oh, I gotta go get a cool computer chair. I'm in an office chair my wife brought home from the mine, like, a year and a half ago. I think that when people are just starting out, people want, how do I, how do I word this? People think that if they go out and buy the fancy stuff right away, that means they're a good streamer. And that's not true. You could be an amazing streamer and not spend a dime. You know, this, it, 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 it essentially, it, it boils down to, I mean, this, granted, this is all a mixed bag. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, my first my first overlays came off of Fiverr and owned, and they were free. I wasn't going to spend a lot of money on them. My next set of overlays, I think I paid forty dollars for them, uh, but it didn't really fit my vibe. And then I think, um, oh god, what happened? Oh, I got divorced. I refinanced the house and I used some of the extra money to buy the buy the overlays that I have now. Uh, but that all came over time. I didn't need them. I didn't have to have them when I first started streaming. Uh, and when it all 
you know, comes down to it, everyone's still got to watch you. They're not gonna, they're not here to watch the overlays. They're here to watch you. So, you know, it, it, it boils, it, it, it does really kind of just boil down to you at the, you know, at the end of it all. Right. Like I said, it's, yeah, I got this cool fancy overlay now, but I was making just as good a content with my cow print one that I made on Canva. That was a cow print? I thought that was a giraffe. Oh, it was supposed to be cows. Okay. It would still look good. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> it, it, it's just those, I think that streams themselves don't have to look great. It's the content and you that you bring to stream that makes your stream what it is. And that's why I wanted to kind of go over the small little details and like the tools that are out there and things that me and Connor do to help make our stream stick out to our community over being like, okay, you decided to be a streamer. Here are the top five things you need to go buy right now. Because realistically, you don't need to buy any of those five things. It doesn't change who you are as a streamer. Yeah, and that, that comes down to other things, too. You don't need to buy expensive cameras. You don't need to buy expensive mics. Uh, you know, the, the, the auditorium from the school, the auditorium mic from the, from the, uh, uh, the school, you know, drama club is good enough. Uh, cameras are relatively cheap on Amazon, ones that are, that are you know, usable for, for stream. You don't need to get these big giant DSLR kind of things, at least not at the start. Get them later if you want to. But this was my first to, camera. But... I think it's a twenty dollar webcam from Walmart. <clears throat> yeah, when I first started off on a laptop, I was using the I was using the built-in laptop camera, <clears throat> and right. it worked fine. And the mic I'm still using is a twenty dollar mic from Walmart. My keyboard. It looks fancy. It looks like it cost me money. $20 at Walmart. I am the Walmart queen when it comes to streaming. <laughs> and it's just like... Oh, uh, Ram just pointed out in chat, another thing that you can do is research and apply the filters in OBS for your audio to help fine-tune your audio, which is not something I have done. Ram has told me to do it multiple times now, and I just keep forgetting. I've never done it. Ram's never told me to do it, so I don't know what Ram's that means. Ram's brought it up to me two times, too. <clears throat> Mainly because yep. I just that I'm loud to my bots. Yeah, see, like, we all start somewhere, and I would much rather see mm -hmm. the growth in you as a streamer than the growth of your graphics as a streamer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your equipment, your your equipment and the things that you use within your stream will grow with you. Focus on yeah. you, focus on your content, focus on what what vibes for you. Because remember, you're trying to attract a similar vibe. You want obviously you want to take and be hanging out with people that you vibe with. You don't want to be this you know, if, if if you're a chill, laid back, laid back person, you don't want to present yourself as some wild, you know, some wild party person. 
because number one, you're not going to be able to maintain it. Number two, you're going to take and draw in a bunch of people as viewers that don't mesh well with you. And then conflict starts. And now you're disappointed and deterred from wanting to stream again. I've been there. I'll admit it. Um, streaming got to be too much of a chore than it was a hobby. So I was like, deuces. I didn't even tell anybody. I just stopped streaming. And then I still played games with everybody. Everybody's like, well, when are you streaming again? When are you streaming again? When are you streaming again? And I was like, I don't know if I am. But that's back when I was trying to fit into this niche that I didn't fit in. I was trying to make content that wasn't my content, if that makes sense. Whereas now I make the content I want to make, how I want to make it, and it, it is a hobby for me. This 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 whole thing is just a hobby for me. I'm no way paying my bills with this. I'm no way even buying my soda with this, to be honest. Uh, I don't make a lot of money off streaming, and I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the point of this whole podcast and the things we're doing that we're doing here is these are the things that we learned and, you know, that has helped us grow to the point that we want to grow to, but can also take and help you grow even further if that's where you want to, if that's where you want to go. You know, we are observing other streamers, things that are working for them, things that are working for us, uh, things that we stumbled upon that we didn't think anybody should have to stumble upon. That information should be out there and available to people. Uh, we, we, I, don't, I mean, I'll speak for myself, but I think Rissa agrees with me. Uh, we want see, we want to see people achieve their goals. We want to see people do better than we are and, and, you know, achieve the things that they want to achieve. Exactly. We essentially, I, I 100% agree with Connor. I don't want to gatekeep information because, oh, well, I have it and you don't. That sucks. No, absolutely not. All right. You want some advice? I can give you the advice I have. Mm -hmm. I'm all right with that. I'm not going to 100% somebody comes to me and they're like, oh, I really liked this in your stream. Uh, How did you do that? Okay, let's hop in a voice chat and I'll tell you. Yep. Well, even the one that I've done for, for, for you guys, hey, that music you're playing is really good. Where is it? Oh, look, here's my playlist. Have it. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I 100% stole Connor's playlist for a while until I overplayed it. Because I have that bad habit, too. Mm -hmm. But, and that's just it. Is this, this whole podcast is so that we can give you advice and tips. And essentially, we just want to grow with you guys. It's not that we think we're going to outgrow you. We would much rather you outgrow us. Realistically. Uh, we just kind of want to give you the information that we felt was not easily accessible to us when we first started. And for some reason, it just, it should have never been that way, but it was. I'm out of ideas. <laughs> I've, I think I've, a great place to end it tonight. Yeah, I just yeah, like there's so much out there. There's so much to that could potentially be discussed, but uh, I I mean we could break those down in future episodes too. 
I just I can't think of anything right now that we haven't already discussed before. So, um, right, and that's what I'm saying is like we can, if you guys want to, please join the Discord. And if there's something we brought up in tonight's episode that you want more information on, let us know. We'll we'll deep dive. We'll we'll dedicate a whole episode on just like if you want to know what mix it up is or streamer bot. They're essentially they're kind of the same thing but not they have their differences we'll do a we'll do an episode where we compare mix it up to streamer bot mm -hmm. our yeah. our podcast is here for you guys so the content you want we will bring <clears throat> yeah and the same thing applies to other topics too if you've had questions about things you're not sure about something if there was something you were always curious about but you know didn't know or Ask, come to the Discord, ask questions. Maybe we'll make an episode out of it, out of it, or we'll just sit down with you and talk about it. You know, it's it's fine too. <clears throat> exactly. I agree. Okay. Tonight my small streamer spotlight goes out to a dear friend of mine. I have known her for the majority of my streaming career. It is Quirky Turtle Mom. She did just recently come back to streaming. She did take a little break. So I would love for you guys to go show her some love from us. All right. So uh, my small streamer spotlight is going to one of my good friends that I've met here streaming and I've just had the opportunity to really get to know the guy. He's just a lot of fun. His streams are great. Just wish you'd stream more often. Hint, hint, poke, poke. Uh, but he's got a great vibe. His streams are fantastic. I really love what he, what he does. And uh, that's going to Mental Haze. So everybody uh, that we talk about on these streams, we put their links in the in the uh, description, and uh, we hope that you'll give these guys uh, your consideration and hopefully a follow if you're not already doing that. As always, thanks for listening. I'm Connor. And I'm Marissa. Feel free to pop into our Twitch channels and say hi. Our links are listed in the description below, and we'll see you in the next episode.